Yo, 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 welcome to this episode of the True Conspiracy Podcast, the music monopoly discussion with the illustrious Lil Ghost and your host, Vicious Technique. How you doing, Lil Ghost? I'm doing good, man. How you feeling? Chilling, bro. Chilling. It was nice chopping it up with you before we got on. We got on to recording. Talking about Lil B feature. That's what's up, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That Lil B feature out now. Straight up. And you got the collab with us, GOAT, is out now as well. Yeah, y'all go listen to that GOAT. Straight up. And today, what we're going to be discussing is episode 10 of the True Conspiracy Podcast. It's the Music Monopoly episode. On that, there is source material. There are different articles and reports that, that were mentioned, just like all the other episodes. Today is more of a discussion, but we will be going over those points just so the audience has an idea. And yeah, episode 10 is what we're referencing today. So the music monopoly, just to give a little recap, it has to do with how the audience, the majority of music listeners are on Spotify right now. So what that does is create a type of monopoly over the audience and how music is basically distributed and which artists are successful and which aren't. And in that episode, we talked about how the major labels have equity in Spotify. So there's a clear conflict of interest. And yeah, that's, that's basically to summarize and we'll, and we'll get into more points about how they control the audiences. They decide who's successful, who's not. And basically they can destroy independent artists careers and decide who, who wins and who doesn't. So yeah, that's what we're beginning into today. So, from your perspective, Lil Ghost, as an independent artist, like how is it how has it been dealing with Spotify and, and trying to, you know, build a career on, on that platform? Because we know SoundCloud was was very prevalent until about, you know, 2016, 2017. Spotify kind of took that over for upcoming artists. So how has it been trying to, you know, really make a career or a music career on, on that platform so far? Yeah, they don't really show no love, really. I mean, they Distro Kid um is nice, you know. They they provide some tools and stuff. But um besides that, I feel like Spotify and these major companies or whatever, they don't like there should be like new artists, a page on the app called new artists or like sure. upcoming artists or like you know, artists in certain cities and states like that like they just got people listening to the top 10 charts only it's ridiculous do you do you feel like they get preferential treatment to the major label artists the quote-unquote more popular acts yeah definitely yeah and, and it's and it's you, you think that's holding you back like it's hard to build an audience get to new people because they're just inundating the audience with with the popular stuff yeah they control it completely the genre everything i i agree i agree and like you I, said like, they they're connected with the labels so it's like they're just going to promote their their label artists to run the money up straight up do you have a spotify radio have they do you have like a fans also like section um i'm not sure spotify? I don't use Spotify. I honestly just canceled my Apple Music. <laughs> Work. Because I've been on Spotify as an artist for a real long time, man. And I've hit them up about it. 
at one time I had over a quarter million monthly listeners with like really no help to them. I was pretty much doing it all through third party playlisting. Yeah. And I still don't have a like a fans also like section that it's called Spotify Radio. And then, oh, like your fans also like? Yeah. And then what that doesn't that. it doesn't let me it doesn't let me get on certain algorithmic playlists. And it it prevents my music from getting out there. And I'm pretty sure you too. I'm looking right now on Spotify. I don't see that you have a radio. I think it's I think it's messed up how all the major label acts have radios. They have the Spotify algorithmic playlists that push them, and they get on editorial playlists. Which you and I, man, I've been submitting to these editorial playlists for literally years through the Spotify for Artists app. And I haven't got one editorial placement, man. And that's where the majority of traffic's at. Yeah, I've um, pushed my, um, or requested, you know, for my music to be in playlists multiple times. I don't think anything really happened. But the um, the F. Joe Biden song got um, one playlist. But it was like a woke playlist that was like organic, you know? It wasn't, it wasn't by Spotify, right? No, nah, it was like an organic, like real person made that playlist that's how i got so many monthly listeners in 2020 was because i was working with this dude that he had a playlist that he would run ads to so then i would give him an ad budget and then he'd be able to drive traffic and then they follow the playlist and it builds and builds and builds but then 2021 i was doing that 2020 2021 then 2021 they told me yo i had to stop my traffic Went from like 100K monthly listeners, 90K monthly listeners, 80K around there. And now it's like 3K, 2K, bro. It's just fell the fuck off. And I can't, they don't, they don't let me do third party playlisting. They won't give me any algorithmic access with the radio, even though I hit them up. They owe me tens of thousands of dollars, Spotify does. I hit them up about that too. They don't fucking answer. And they definitely won't put me on an editorial. And you're dealing with something similar. So it's not just me. Like, I don't know how they expect us to really have a career if they just, if they give so much preferential treatment to the major labels. Yeah, it's like they can pay to play, but we can't. I guess now we can with the ads. But if they don't pay us, if they're paying us, because they, I I don't know what you, what they say now, but I'm pretty sure they say 0.004 per play is, is their advertised amount. Or point zero zero six, I don't know, but I get paid point zero zero two three five per play on Spotify. I don't know about you. So yeah, it's different for everyone, like you've been saying. Yeah, I think it's based off the country. It's based off what drops that month. There's a, like the way it's broken down because it's only a set amount per month that Spotify allocates to pay the artists. So if Drake drops that month, there's less money for everybody because he's eating up the majority. If, it, if something new comes out of his, cause he's so popular or any popular artist. But I say that to say like, yo, wow. there's barely any royalties for us to reinvest in. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even to, even should, to do Facebook ads, it's, it's a loss. What are you going to say? Yeah, it's a loss for real. And, um, they should, they should give people the option like Bandcamp to buy to spend money like to buy the album like it used to be on iTunes but they deleted iTunes like what the like well they didn't they kind of deleted it like you feel me they said they were like done with it but still kind of there where you could like go to Lil Ghost and actually like pay $12 for an album or whatever but like Apple Music and Spotify that that shit should be on the front page too 
Yeah, it go, that goes against their model, their streaming model. So I, I kind of understand to that point, but it's, you, you make a great point. Like, if they really cared about the artists, that would at least be an option somewhat. Like, it's nowhere near. Like you said, they took it down. And Spotify doesn't even offer it. So it's clear it's clear, clear they're just trying to dra- control the traffic. Because now they don't even really care about music as much as about podcasts. Where, where you're saying it's, that they care about well, podcasts more? Yeah, huh? on Spotify, it's like the musicians built up the platform and yeah. then they just moved over to podcasting because they don't have to pay per podcast they don't th- and they don't have to pay any publishing royalties. Yeah, it's a scam, bro. We're going to have to, I, I want to start using Bandcamp, even though Epic Games just bought Bandcamp, so it might be corrupt now, but I don't know. The thing is, I'm just going to start my own website, bro. <laughs> yeah that that's a move the thing i've been trying to do patreon but it's not it's not easy to get your your fans because the fans are used to paying 10 a month and they get access to every song that's ever existed and then now you want them to pay five just to have access to your songs or early or like or not just you but you know what i mean like as a patreon someone trying to make patreon yeah you can only offer so much and this is the consumer is not really conditioned for a membership model as an artist. So, but I wanted to say, like, I think part of the problem has to do with the major labels, not just that there's a conflict of interest, but they, I think they've designed how Spotify works because a big money maker for the major labels is the back catalog is the, is the songs that they don't have. They're not really promoting anymore. And what is streaming done great for the, for music is, is brought back back catalogs. It's made back catalogs more valuable. Because back in the day, you know, you drop a record, it comes out in stores. If it gets popular again, you got to sh- do another shipment. It costs money to, you know, print them up again, all that shit. But if a if a song catches fire again, like 10 years later, 15 years later, it's, ar- it's already out there right now. You just stream it. It's quick. Yeah. Back catalogs go crazy, you know. So... I think the major labels kind of made it that way. You know, they're like, how do we take power away from the artists? Make it so where the music is basically worth nothing. That takes power away from them. And then how do we give ourselves more power? We make the back catalog more relevant because all the stuff that we own, now it's it's almost as viable as something new. So we brought down the value of the new work through the streaming royalties. And then we increase our power by making the back catalog more relevant. I think that's what the label said. I feel you, definitely. Part of me is like, God, oh, that's de- that's a good strategy. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a business per- person, your your goal is to make money. But as an artist, I'm biased. Like that that shit's messed up. I think it's fucked up. And it, what it's doing is it's eliminating any relevance of like meritocracy. You know what I mean? Of really who's the best because. If this is really what we're alleging of how they have so much control and they can basically they basically designed the present landscape of listening to music, that means they can make anybody go. They can make anybody popular. Facts. Yeah, like I don't know, man. It's just wrong. They need to be they need to be really about the music and be real. They got enough money to where everyone can eat. 
And Daniel Eck, bro, that's the owner of the, of this joint, the founder and CEO. Like, how much money does this guy have? He's got two. His net worth two point seven billion dollars, but he's paying. But his company's paying point zero zero two three five a play. Like, man, he's thirty nine years old. Like, what's? I don't even think he has any kids. Like, why does he need two point seven billion for what? He can't. He can't get pay the artist some some of this bread. Yeah, it should be like. Imagine if like artists got paid like by taxes or some shit. Like art became like a necessity. Oh, like there was government like grants for something like. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, I mean, there probably I, is. I think I think Canada has programs like that, but America is very capitalistic. Like it's a. Uh, like it's it's exploitative. Yeah. But this fucking guy, Daniel Luck, he's not even American. He's fucking Swedish, this guy. It's a Swedish company. Yeah, he's just gonna it's just gonna keep getting worse. And then the the thing is they owe me money, bro. That's the shit that pissed me off. Like they owe me tens of thousands of dollars and then I hit them up about it and they just don't even say anything. What distributor did respond. you use? Like the um Ditto and Amuse. And Amuse is like, yo, they just won't pay us. They won't pay us the money. I'm like, what do you mean they won't pay you the money? They're like, you uh, got to hit them up. So like a month, I'm going back and forth. And Spotify saying it's on the distributor. Distributor saying it's on Spotify. And then eventually I got proof that it's on Spotify. And then that Spotify just won't, won't answer. And what's wild is this company that we're talking on, we're talking right now, Anchor, they, they fucking own that shit too. Yeah. It's they probably because all royalties to buy this shit. And it's because our music is just real. That's why. Bro, two point seven billion, but his company can't pay independent artists. Like I know other independent artists that got stiff. He's probably like that, he's probably in with Google and everything, bro. <laughs> like to me, that shit it, it crosses the line, yo. Like when you when you when when someone has billions of dollars, but won't pay someone that's trying to make a career and is is doesn't have a, a ton of money that's really trying to come up working class. Yo, that's theft, man. That's great. Have you talked to a lawyer about that? Yeah, bro. I went through this crazy process. I got some money out of a distributor, and then that was in 2020. And then this happened 2021 with a different distributor. But I know for a fact it was on Spotify because it was kind of like I figured out what happened wrong the first time. And then the second time in 2021, I knew I had all the, the info on the ratios and the different ways that they can't hold my money again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I explained to him, nah, yo, my ratio is better. Than Russ, my ratio is better than XXX not to shown. Their songs get repeated more than mine. Why the fuck are you flagging me? Yeah. These major, these major label artists, they got they got worse ratios than me. Like, what the fuck is going on? But I'm independent. 2020, I was in like the top. Yeah, 5%, like they could get a million views in one day. Yeah. Yeah, they they don't they don't give a fuck because it's like them. They are the machine type shit. Like they had, they're a numbers game, I guess. Like they just want as many as many artists as they can get in because they want as many listeners, and then they can do these podcast deals and decide where the audience goes and they control the audience. That's why I said it's a music monopoly. They basically control music right now. This Daniel Ek guy, Literally. Spotify. I don't, I don't know, man. It just gets to a point where it's like when you're greedy and basically stealing from the working class, like. 
and you're not even from this country. So you're, you're basically like a culture vulture because hip hop is not, was not made in Sweden. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rock was not made. He's basically like profiting, profiteering off all these different music cultures. And they be trying and, to look all like friendly and all about the music and they advertising and all that. And not. Yeah, that loud and clear campaign about how they want more transparency. That shit looks like propaganda, bro. Yeah. This it seems like payola. It seems like now with the ad program they have, it's like payola. They're like, okay, well, if you want, if you really want listeners, you gotta pay us for ads and you and you gotta give us a cut of your stream that's already hella low. For real? They do that too. Yeah, bro. They got ads like Facebook has ads, and they ha- they're having this new option that if you give them a piece of it, uh, of your royalty, then they'll push it more. <sighs> Shit, it's, it's crazy, bro. Because the thing is, like, the only I way might to, try it. The, the only way to market is like Facebook ads, and I don't know if you've ever run a campaign or worked with marketing agencies. They pretty much always tell you, yo, you're going to lose money. There's no way to make money on a streaming ad campaign. I mean, I feel like it's just getting, like, when the idea first came out, like, it's just too many people are on it now. It's just, like, they realize that, like, we can make hella money off this shit. Like, it's internet shit. So, like, before I was running ads, I ran ads on a little B song, and, like, it helped, like, a lot, like, I I did ads on like a lot of stuff like earlier in like 2020 and it was working maybe maybe not 2019 actually and it was working mm-hmm. pretty it was working pretty good but like I haven't really done it lately and my homie the thing is that. if you went and you looked about how many clicks you had and then how many of those clicks turned into streams and then you calculate that money versus the money spent it's like a huge loss is what I'm saying. So even though there are positive know. benefits, it's it's really hard to it's almost it's pretty much impossible in twenty twenty two. Maybe in twenty nineteen you had a it was like you broke even or you or it was a little profitable. You'd have to look at the click through. Yeah, like I profited off the little B song for sure. Worth. But in twenty twenty two, like a good cost per click is like thirty cents yeah. cents. Yeah, like now people are telling me like they're not getting any like any numbers like off. Yeah, and then like, even the if money. it's a click, even if it's a click, they'd have to then click the landing page and then click to listen, and then yeah. that's that's really not happening as much either. So then it makes it like this dude he ran like a, a somewhat successful campaign. He said I think he got like a thousand plays or something, and that thousand plays or four thousand plays, whatever that generated like a dollar two dollars to run that campaign to generate those few thousand streams or whatever it was it cost them a hundred bucks you see what i'm saying yeah so even when it works it's an l so it's like how does an artist really make money on streaming in in 2022 it doesn't it's like almost they're they're making it so where you have to sign type shit yeah they're making it so you gotta like not just anyone can do it, bro. Type shit, because you used to be able to sell sell it out have the to trunk of your car. You could, you could sell CDs out the trunk of your car, but not anymore. Now it's all streaming. That's what I'm saying. They got a fucking monopoly. I've been selling shit, CDs bro. lately at, at my job and shit. And people buying? 
Yeah, even like they'd be like, I don't got a CD player, but I'll, I'll buy it. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, well, <laughs> fuck it, bro. Try to get out, you live, bro. You gotta, you gotta try something. Yeah, but right. you see what I'm trying to say, right? Like, I nah, guess I, I know what you're saying, but yeah, Bandcamp, I guess, is like a modern. A the modern, new MacBooks uh, don't even got CD drives, bro. Don't even have a USB. For <laughs> bro, ridiculous. So. Yeah, man, I think it's just going to, they're making it harder and harder. And we're going to, I think we need a union or we need some shit because there's no independent artist winning except maybe Russ. I just feel like he's going to get killed, allegedly, sometime soon. Knock on wood. It just, uh, who like knows, bro? Who the knows only one who pop. that man is fucking with, bro. He could be like, you know, related or connected to certain type of people that help him blow up. You know? He was signed to Columbia at one point and then he got off. Oh. So, yeah, he he's not technically independent, or or he is technically independent, but he did have the major label access at one point. So it's kind of like, so that's how he blew up. So yeah, <laughs> like if he didn't have that, like would he be, you know? And he had a a professional booking agent. He had Eminem's booking agent before he had a deal. So he's been like plugged oh. in. He's smart though. I I've studied him very very closely, and I got a ton of respect for him. Uh, I don't really listen to his music as much anymore. I like the song he has called Look that came out a minute ago. I still listen to that song. It's on one of my playlists. But um, what happened was where I, I gave him a lot of credit was what he did is he he had his own. He had some traction on his own, right? And managers started hitting him up like, oh, let me manage you. Let me manage you. And he told this dude, his manager right now, I forgot his name, but he told his manager right now. He goes, yo, if you could get me Carol Lewis or Karen Lewis, whoever Eminem's booking agent is, if you could get me her, you'll be my manager. And then that guy got him a meeting with with uh, Carol Lewis, whatever Lewis. Uh, she's a legend. I, I feel messed up not knowing her name. But yeah, you, get, you know what I'm saying, right? Eminem's booking agent. And then he got him the meeting, and then that was it. Since then, he's been managing Russ. So I, I think you know, he grinded, he made moves, but signing to Columbia, I'm sure, helps. Yeah, man, Russ, Russ came up, I think, for sure, definitely was, was helped a, a great deal by Columbia. So we talked about how they're just too in control. Spotify's too in control. They basically have a monopoly. So that's, that's got to stop. And there's some solutions that I think that the people can take to correct this because it's just there's so much power on the sides of the corporations and Spotify right now. It's ridiculous. So I think, you know, there's got to be public support against Spotify for sure. Where there needs to be a whole rally. Hell yeah. A whole, a whole movement. Website. Social I would, media. I'm I about see to Kanye, start that, bro. Kanye West, I see him speaking out more against it. The game, Jay Prince now against hip hop versus the Grammy. So I think it's gaining it's gaining some traction. We gotta, you know what I mean? Hopefully with this movement we can pick up some steam and really, you know. The people the people need to reach out to Spotify too. I think 
they should they should email them, hit them up, let them know that they got to they got to treat independence fairly. There's got to be some meritocracy there. For real, we got to stand up against these people, bro. Write Part of that reviews if they even let us put reviews on their website. Yeah, the Better Business Bureau. To everybody listening, yeah, go go that. ahead and give give them a review. Let them know they're not treat the Better Business Bureau. Let them know Spotify's not treating the independent artists fairly. That there's a conflict of interest. Let them know. Put them on blast. And you mentioned it, the artist union. I think that's something that that's really important to to popularize popularize that to make that more of an option to you know power in numbers. Hashtag artist union. For sure, yo. It's got it's got to gain some steam. Cause it, I, I don't see it really getting better unless we put we put effort. You know what I mean? We gotta have they have so much momentum, they have so much resources. We gotta come together. Yeah, I think we gotta push um push like internet skills, website skills, like marketing skills. We gotta teach people how to do it themselves without like just like succumbing to a big company just like giving them the money yeah and in the meantime with them so much in control they got to make it somewhat of a even playing field like they can't give all the audience to the major labels like it's ridiculous they don't give any editorial access any algorithmic access it's ridiculous there's no access to the audience yeah and sadly the whole internet algorithm is fixed, so that doesn't seem like it would change unless maybe a staff change something. Yeah, that's why the artist union, the public pressure, uh, deleting Spotify, boycotting Spotify, putting pressure on their on the bottom line, switching to membership sites, paying the artists directly, like you said, Bandcamp. We got to take the money out of their hand. Right. Putting the artists Shout out to Bandcamp. Straight up. Straight up, man. So it's been great having you on, Lil Ghost. You have any uh, last thoughts about about this music monopoly, about this episode? Yeah, man. All artists, man. All independent artists out there. You got to figure out how to make your own content, how to make your own work on making physical content. Learn all the skills that you need to know for real because these companies aren't going to help you out in the long run. Straight these corporations up. that's facts they're focused on themselves making money and if they'll make more money at our expense at the independent artist's expense they'll do it and i i have from experience it's fact that they'll do it so that's what's up little ghost it's been great having you on everybody go stream little ghost's music go on his website get it directly on Bandcamp. buy it directly you got a patreon uh, no, nah, I actually don't got a band cam, but SoundCloud, Apple Music, and Spotify right now for sure. And you could uh, hit me up at Lil Ghost on Instagram. You could buy my CDs. And stay tuned with what's going on, man. Artist Union, man. Appreciate you for having me, bro. We're going to do this Artist Union, bro. I'm, I'm going to rep that. Rebel sure. Radio. All that. We got to push the rebellion, bro. For certain stream GOAT. On uh, Amazon Music, Apple Music, you can get it. You can get that on. I'll make that available on Bandcamp, so they can get our collab on Bandcamp. Yeah, put that up. Appreciate that message. Camp. That's on Patreon right now, so you can go ahead and sign up for the Vicious Technique Patreon, 
and be on the lookout for the next little ghost and vicious technique collab yeah we're gonna have to drop an ep straight up bruh that uh make a oh, song what? called music monopoly on the ass that, that what's that? oh into the stargate make sure you go listen to into the stargate by little gauss Real, the gu- guardian album. guardian is my joint that's probably my favorite song out there though. but the whole it's it's like yo you a wordsmith homie that, that it, mystical realm on that shit that wasn't right? even me bro that was a parallel me from another universe bro. I don't bro, know what I said that was hard bro it's, uh, was it my, my joint on the first one it's like I know where the drove goes when the wind blows oh yeah something like that yo <laughs> bro cause I always be wondering that it was like um fuck I forget I was like I wonder where the I wonder where the wind take the weed smoke yeah, they need to go listen. Go listen to the whole Into the Stargate. It's Lil Gauss. L-I-L-G, capital H-O-S. This has been Vicious Technique on the True Conspiracy Podcast. And remember, the world is ours. It's up to us to make it a better place. Peace.